Haven 420 SF Studio, this is Sloppy Pod, the leader in the unpolished podcast coming to you from the great Pacific Northwest, Washington State, man. Oh, man. Uh, here we are again. Uh, it's been a week now since uh, surgery and uh, <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie to you, I, I thought I was a faster healer than uh, I am. Uh, yeah, still not feeling, uh, not feeling well. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm fucking in pain. Uh, and I, I'm doing the pain meds, but I'm doing them very reservedly because I don't want to wind up on intervention, you know? And this, this shit happens. People get addicted to the stuff, and then it's like hell to, to, to bail out of that stuff. So I'm doing as, <clears throat> I'm doing what I can to balance the two. I'm trying to stay out of uh, uh, pain, but I'm also trying to stay out of rehab. <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, but so also last week my brother was gonna be on while he was up, but again the pain meds wouldn't allow it. Well, I guess they they would have allowed it. I just would have sounded a lot slower. <laughs> uh, so. As luck would have it, he will be on the phone with me momentarily from Austin, Texas. Uh, it is the 60th episode. Well, this is going to be 60th episode part two, I guess. Uh, because I labeled the last episode, episode 60. Uh, and I didn't have access to him. I'm only praying that he'll come on. Uh, he's going to call me shortly. I uh, didn't really cover the... Well, anyway. Uh, that's behind-the-scenes type stuff. Um, but, <clears throat> so, as it happens growing up, we experience the same stuff pretty, blah, 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 pretty much along with her brother, Tim. God rest his soul. ALS is a bitch. Uh, ALS. Um, but there's a story <clears throat> of Mom... One is advanced to Lynn Anderson, and Terry and Tim split, making their getaway. <laughs> Who do you think got stuck dancing with their mother? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but I'm getting ahead. Ba ba I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, I had mentioned in a previous episode that I was going to take the uh, podcast in a, to a different route, on a different route. That of gearing the podcast toward more of a personal nature and out of the, the whole uh, the news type BS, you know, that really wasn't working for me. And I think personal stories would be, um, would be right up my alley because, well, anyway... Um, so, yeah, so what I'm going to do is start to bring the podcast into my 
my my life growing up. A lot of interesting stories, folks. Um, and many of those stories include family and friends while living on McNeil Island, Washington. May I ask, to, in order to gain context, uh, Google McNeil Island and we'll go from there. Um, well, so, <laughs> while I'm waiting uh, for my brother to holla, um, I will ask you, how are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, maybe not financially. <laughs> how are you doing mentally and physically? Uh, because, you know, a lot of people walking on eggshells uh, around themselves, around other people in the family. Everyone's, you know, kind of uh, on pins and needles. You know, you never know what's going to come around the next bend. And <clears throat> I was... um. I was talking to a friend, uh, this person that's, I think, like a distant cousin or something. I don't know. Uh, she seems nice enough, but she uh, she is where I used to be, I guess. And um, that is, she wraps herself too much into the the political thing. And Facebook, uh, I I had to get out of that. I had to get out of Facebook for the most part. I'm still on there, <clears throat> but I don't answer to any stuff like any just any of the garbage. Uh, it's from both sides, you know, and I just I cannot <laughs> I cannot involve myself in that stuff, and I just. You know, she just gets so uptight about this the stuff that that none of us can control. I mean, look, if if it makes you feel better to write a letter to your congress congressman or woman or whoever senators, do whatever you have to do. But for me, I just you know, if there's something I cannot change, I I just don't answer to it. I just don't deal with it. Uh, I, I'd rather live out my remaining years however long I've got um, and just take it one step at a time, man. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Good God. Uh, but with that being said, um, I think I'm going to go ahead and go to a break before he hops online. Uh, we will talk to you momentarily. We'll be right back. Hey, All right, folks, welcome back to the uh, Sloppy Pod. And as promised, I told you that my brother would call in. He is on the line. Welcome, bro. Thank you, Danny. Hello, people. <laughs> okay, so uh, 
You know, I, I mentioned that I was going to gear the uh, podcast toward the island instead of the, well, instead of the uh, news and news of the weird and all that stuff. Um, the news? Uh-uh. Talk about the island. <clears throat> well, so, if I have this right, uh, so we moved on in 64, is that right? Yes. I, I don't know what month. I think it was in the spring. And what what ages? I think I was like one. You were like three or four, something like that. I was, I was three. What is your uh, What is your earliest remembrance that you have? I remember going out with mom and dad. I think you were there too. You must have been. Uh, when uh, the people that lived in the house still lived there, we, they were getting ready to move off, and they were they showed us the house that they were going to want us to move into. So all their stuff was still in there. And, Wow. I remember uh, I remember a bookcase up at the top of the stairs and if I remember right, we were we kept that bookcase. They didn't take that bookcase. <laughs> they also I remember there was a blue just a, a kid's toy ball, a plastic ball, probably a foot in diameter that uh, I had that bookcase right up until just Yeah, that's yeah, that's the that's the bookcase. That used to that sat up there at the very top of the stairs. stairs. Yeah. Yeah, I finally gave it to Goodwill or somewhere, and I, I, I think now I should have kept it, but pretty rickety. I don't know. Uh, I hoarder. Um, so I was I was going through the island, uh, going through that house, uh, and I don't know if you can remember the uh, the back the back step, stairs and everything, the apples and the. The the hornets, uh, you know, yellow jackets and stuff like that. But I remember all that stuff. I remember exactly where you could step on the floor in the kitchen to make it squeak. I mean, that was an <laughs> that was an old old house, and it had some huge. Remember those those gigantic timbers in the basement that 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 was basically the the floor for that house. I mean, it, yeah, that was, that was an old that, house. That yeah that. That basement is almost like uh, a second home. <laughs> anyway, we, we won't go there. But uh, it's gonna make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just remember the the back screen door with that spring, and every time that door would slam, you'd hear either mom or dad quit slamming that effing door. You know, whatever. Remember that latch lock on the basement door and how it would sound when you would try to open the door from the other side and it was latched? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Yeah, so the... Um, remember, remember the sound of the stairs when you would run downstairs? Yeah. In the, bas- in the basement? Yeah. Well, and remember the... the uh, the, I hope I'm not boring our uh, listeners, but um, the uh, the black traction that Dad put on those steps after I don't know if, if he had slipped, but I think well, he put those there, didn't he? They slathered that. They had that paint, that green paint they put on, and then the the black traction thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I'm guessing he slipped. <laughs> We Some, yeah, we made him yeah. slip. <laughs> um, Remember when they nailed the uh, uh, 
the basement door window the, the windows shut the window shut yeah and yeah. and we don't really have to go there but you know it was it was that was, to, that was to keep people out right of the basement yeah let's let's just put it there <laughs> um yeah we don't need to go all the way there but oh uh, but I was telling I was just playfully telling the story of um when mom wanted to dance to Lynn Anderson and you and Tim saw your escape and left me just like hanging and you know oh uh yeah I I I don't know if I danced with her or I, you know I, I made some excuse but anyway that was that was a lot of fun yeah well at least your mom didn't find your diaries and drag them out and read about all your drug experimenting and then confront you with it no, she she didn't. But she would she would take well the the beds uh, the uh, soaked mattress out there. Anyway, this is psychology one hundred and one. What not to do? <laughs> but uh, anyway, let's let's get out of that. And uh, you don't shape up. I'm gonna wound you. <laughs> I'm gonna wound your soul. <laughs> so who was your? Uh, the first contact, uh, social contact, um, that you remember on that island, um, you know, from either kindergarten or, you know, going forward? Um, you mean before, before school, before I started school? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember anybody before remember, school? Yeah, I remember Brian Walsh. I remember, I remember uh, Leeson's. Mm. Well, those two, those two girls, Leesons, were definitely before I started school. Leesons. I think they, I think they were gone. I think they were gone by the time we went to school. I don't remember going to school with Patty, Patty Leeson, and there was a younger one too. Well, so you mentioned Brian Walsh. Yeah, they lived over there where Parks lived. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember. I remember Doreen Walsh. Yeah. And, yeah, as a matter of fact, they were, there, they were there for a couple of years after we went to school. <coughs> that was my, um, <coughs> well, girlfriend. I, I don't know how old we were, but I remember, uh, picking daisy petals off a flower. And, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so, the, I think the, um, uh, the first friend that I really made was, uh, uh, well, I, to start using first names as uh, John from kindergarten. Um, and, you know, we remember in the, uh, that upstairs uh, closet, well, it was a closet, utility closet, right off, um, right off the stage left. Uh, and we had kindergarten in that little, that little room, you know. And it was John myself my my uh, our bro Tim and then uh just a couple others uh Twiggy and you know but yeah so that 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 was the beginning you know but uh so the teachers who who was your first grade Mrs. Hendrickson oh okay yeah so uh Carrie Hendrickson lived just right down the street they they the house that Sullivan's lived in. Yeah. Huh. I used to go over there. She was really, I would, I would say, I don't 
don't have any memories of going over to any of these other houses. I'm sure I, I'm sure I must have. But I do remember going to Carrie's house. I used to go there after school all the time. Yeah. It was just right down the road, and we would watch TV and eat. and So, a much different vibe in that house. So, I was attracted to that. <laughs> yeah. And later on, McClure's moved up in the house just after that. And it was the same yeah. thing. It was... Uh, just, just different atmosphere. Well, yeah, and, and getting away from that that environment. I mean, look, it's it's um, it's just it's sad that well, we're not going to go there. I probably it is, should. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, it uh, it made us who we are today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, all things considered. We had a pretty good. I yeah, we had a pretty good. Yeah, when we when when I hear of different stories from other people that, I mean, we were not severely beaten. We were always fed, and we were, you know, we we're taken care of pretty well. You know, there were just some gl- some glitches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, we come from glitchy lineage. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um. Let's see. Oh, so yeah, I asked you about your your first teacher. I think uh, for me it was uh, it is and always will be uh, Carol Thomas, who, uh, as you know, I mean she was uh, just a real guiding force as far as uh, having uh, heroic uh, heroic patience with me. I mean I was kind of a basket case, but still am. But um, yeah, she was a top-notch teacher, and she. Now, I don't. I don't think you ever got got the. I don't know. I, I don't think you ever got the. People looking into the issues and all of that stuff. They just they labeled it and just sent you on your way. And mom and dad never seemed to. I don't know. They didn't seem to react. It, it, it was kind of like, hey, he just needs to get his shit together, kind of thing. Yeah. And, that, and I thought that was. <laughs> and that's awesome, still the case. Uh, rather than, you know, well, maybe he needs some outside help, or maybe he's dyslexic, maybe he's who fucking knows. Well, do you remember, though, after Carol left, and after uh, the other teacher, Kathy Pease, left, we had Phyllis Harburg, who who promptly wanted to <clears throat> send me for evaluation at Western State. Uh, and I begged Mom, no, I don't want to do this, you know. I, I was, what, fourth grade, you know. But I was going through depression after they left. I mean, I I pretty much, <laughs> I pretty much cratered, you know. Uh, but anyway, so with that being said, um, let's see here. So, yeah, talking about the... Um, Talking about uh, our McNeil Island experiences and and what that island meant for for ourselves and for so many other people, um, I'm I'm hoping to have other people come on and talk about their experiences and you know see uh, see how that can pan out. But well, I I've never talked to anybody that lived out there or even worked out there, but specifically lived out there that that wasn't deeply moved by the place right um you know and i i I don't know exactly what it is 
or, or but but there was something about the place and it uh you know we lived out there 16 years we lived out there longer than i don't know that i don't know of anybody that lived yeah. out there as long as as we did at least during our time there may have been but the goddamn 16 years is a long the, time the amount of people it, that we saw come come in and out you know come and go and, and there was a couple of them like putman's you know putman's were there uh when we moved on the island, yeah, they weren't living. They weren't living on the island. But then, you know, Danny Gray was there and came back. Yeah, there's a lot of people that, you know, Dad didn't take that route. He he was fine with just staying out there and doing his job. But a lot of these people <laughs> wanted to be upwardly mobile, and they they moved all over the United States, kind of like military kids going to different prisons and stuff. And a lot of them, or some of them at least, a few of them, found their way back as associate wardens and wardens and things like that. Yeah. Well, hang, hang on just a second. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back. Hey, you're listening to Terry, Danny's living brother, on the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the Unpolished Podcast. All right. That'll work. All right, man. So we're, uh, we're back, and we're going to... Um, think we're going to go a different direction what what direction was that terry <laughs> um what can we talk about you were talking about the orchard and everything out there at the camp with all the different fruit and stuff yeah so black blackberries i remember where there was a, a plum tree there was one plum tree black plum tree on the island you remember that where that was was that up on the hill it, no it was going past that, that road that once you left uh, Still Harbor, not going out towards North Point, but the other way around, there was a road that hugged the coast road and went right, up. Right, yeah. I think that's yeah. the one, yeah. It was back there. And then there was up by Baldy, there was six or eight cherry trees up there. Remember those going up there for cherries? Dude, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> when, you, when you think of all the, um, <laughs> all the, the friggin', uh, Fruit trees, all just all the free fruit you could possibly eat. A lot of those, a lot of those, and there was pear trees. Remember, we had a pear tree in our yard, or yeah. next door neighbor had a pear tree. Yeah. A lot of those were the, the settlers that were out there. Yeah. Even before the feds had that stuff planted. Yeah, that 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 island was completely. I mean, you had you had plum, uh, you had apple, pear. Uh, cherries, just anything you can think of, and of course, as kids, we would walk around the island. And, hey, you get hungry, you know, eat a couple of, you know, you had Granny Smith, you had. Um, uh, you remember those watermelon trees? <laughs> yeah, later on in the years, yes, I I remember those. Uh, but no, we we had a lot of a lot of a uh, lot to eat. As, as far as fruit goes. Anyway, I, look. Sorry if I'm boring you folks. <laughs> the uh, the island, though, in and of itself, was just amazing place to grow up. You had the um, you had the Cascades. You had Mount Rainier, uh, and then to the north, you had the the Olympic Mountains, uh, Puget Sound. And as kids, most most of us took that for granted. You know. Yeah, I learned to drive when I was like 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have, have, didn't have to have a license. That 
cars that remained out there on the island didn't have tags. It was it was different, man. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. There were no um, <clears throat> there were no cops. I mean, you had the only the only rule that I remember that I I stuck to more than anything. I remember my dad telling me as I got and your dad too. I think uh, as as we got. Towards you know, 10, 11 years old, that he told me, "Don't you ever do anything that's going to get me kicked off this island." Yeah. Because there were the teenage groups, the generations, a couple of generations behind us that were, you know, that they were mid '60s, late '60s kids. I mean, we were were yeah. teenagers until the early '70s. Uh, you know, and they were they were running crazy on that island. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, pushing pianos down the stairs and st- I just crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You know, and I did my fair <clears throat> share of, of crazy stuff out there and really, truly, I, I you know, I guess I didn't do very well. It didn't get him kicked off the island and none of it got back to him, but No, but the perfect segue as far as um things not to do, uh and as, uh, as we we're talking uh, off mic um, about this, uh, and I'll just mention his first name is Tyrone. Remember, I had a little mini bike, and the dude, you know, it was Friday night, and Friday nights on the island were pretty uh, off the hook, as they say. And uh, <clears throat> Tyrone asked me, "Hey, man, let me ride your bike," and I kept telling him, "No, no, no." He kind of bullied me into it. It's like, okay, but just a little bit, you know, little ways, you know. And he totally took off with it. And, of course, I think he, you know, well, he abused drugs, stuff like that. He, you know, he, I, don't, I don't know. So, huh? Who did? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, think. It was, it was the, the late 70s. But I, I think he was a, like a glue sniffer, man. Remember, remember his oh. fucking eyes? <laughs> Anyway, so I I told my big my big brother Terry, who's online now. Hey, uh, told him about it, and Terry confronted him when he got back. And of course, there was a little little scuffle there. Remember? I do remember. <laughs> yeah, and I just remember that uh, that he had threatened to burn down the house with with us in it. Yeah, actually called. That was on a Friday night, and he called. Oh, I don't remember exactly. They, I know they went to town the next day. I think, I think that kid called that night. Yeah. I know that night he went on a, a destruction spree around the island and knocking over garbage cans and really just, you know, he wasn't he, you know. I'm not going to say anything in a public forum, but he had, right. he had a lot of fucking anger issues for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then made that threat to my dad, and they were off the island by Sunday. You just you yeah. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all dad had to do was make a phone call, and they were like, they had a moving van up and out. I mean, it was so quick. Yeah, he gave me, I was out there not too long ago, and he gave me, he keeps all kinds of stuff. You never know it that, that he kept <laughs> up. I mean, I never thought of my dad as a pack rat, but he's got more bits of paper and old driver's licenses, <laughs> and he actually had the carbon copy 
of the, the report that he filed on Dude, just exactly how all this went down and he, everything and he the mailed, and everything. He, he mailed me a copy. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. I, I've got it somewhere probably in my papers. But yeah, it's like, wow, Dan. Um, but yeah, as long as you kept your nose clean, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if you... I mean, we were all well-behaved, you know, to a certain degree. and um, But, you know, we let things uh, get away from us every so once in a while, you know. But, yeah, going going back to the, uh, the Friday night community center things and just, you know, we would... Uh, we had a, a buddy that would... Well, he uh, ran the store... Well, his parents ran the store... And the, every so once in a while, you'd, you know, get some beer out the back door and, uh, you know. Shit, I remember walking into that cooler and... and remember the sound that the door made? <laughs> Do I? Remember yeah. the sound that clink? <laughs> yeah. And we'd get uh, <laughs> Anheuser-Busch uh, and it'd be, well, it'd be cool, but, you know, by the time we got to it... It'd be kind of warm. We'd hide it up in the woods and go up there and drink. <clears throat> Good times. I remember walking into the to the grocery store down there one Saturday morning. There's like five of us, and we all all had taken mind expansion pills. <laughs> and uh, some of us, some of us, for the very first time, we walked down there. And we walked in, and there was nobody in there, and the silence was fucking just definitely loud. And then we sat there, and we didn't, nobody advanced into the store. We just all kind of stood there, listening to this roaring silence in there. <laughs> and uh, we all looked at each other and just started laughing and ran out of there. <laughs> there were no purchases made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man <laughs> yeah oh man you know so on the island we that, had that, one that day reminds me of uh what was that who was that author that wrote oh the places you'll go <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, who is that Del, Del silverstein i think oh okay yeah a little over my head but that was an interesting day <laughs> i saw many things that day yeah yeah, so, you know, uh, on the island, and we the, had one general store. And I fearing death after that day. So how good was that? <coughs> uh, not bad. <coughs> Man. Yeah. But so on the island, we had one general store, one gas station, which our brother worked at, uh, a community center, uh, a theater, well, you know, a gymnasium. Everything was kind of like all in one building, except for that the store. That was a great building. It was oh, so dude, multi-purpose. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, you had pool tables. You had a bowling alley with four lanes. Two kitchens. That one upstairs. That yeah. one downstairs. You had a church. Yeah. Elementary school. The swimming pool. The big pool. Swimming pool. Big playground. Yeah. Tennis courts. Fantastic place. Bowling alley. I mean, it was everything. Yeah. Don't loft your ball. 
Yeah. Oh man. Joey had to cry in the seat. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I, whatever happened to that? I guess it's still in there or whatever. I don't think. I don't think the chairs are still in there. Man, I would. Well, I wouldn't kill for it, but I, I, I would just love to have it. You know, have one of them. Anything? Huh? I would love to get a hold of that that guy that took me over there when I took Tim's ashes and tell him. I, I'll send you. I'll give you fifty bucks for it. Go down there, and those pool tables are still there. The pool tables are. Yeah, those two pool tables are still there. They've never, wow. never left. And uh, I would love to have the, uh, the that old, old wooden rack for my pool table. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. would be cool. Or even an eight ball. And you can take that any way you want. Uh, give me an eight ball. Didn't you steal a bowling ball from there? Uh, no, I, I stole a. Uh, 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 liberated, huh? Liberated, liberated. Yes, it was a horseshoe. Well, I thought you took a bowling pin. No, huh? No, it wouldn't fit down my pants. <laughs> where did you Where did you find a horseshoe, dude? Believe it or not, okay. So on the back steps of the school, uh, this blue, uh, it was a cast iron um, horseshoe painted blue partially um and it was just sitting there on the on the back stoop there and i thought holy crap and so uh during that the uh, tour that we took in uh 2010 i think it was 2010 um and i'm looking for a place to put it and i thought well the only place i can conceal it is down my pants <laughs> that didn't work well uh, the uh, cast iron, the it was the heaviness of it was uh, it was just too heavy in my front end, and and the uh, the the yeah the thing kept poking through the pants, and, <laughs> and I got a buddy of mine, John, who uh, he's like, dude, that's, that's not gonna work, you know. So I managed to get it into my camera bag. Thank God. <laughs> <coughs> but anyway, yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun that day, <coughs> man. Anyhow, uh, I'll tell you what, I'm kind of um, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and cut it off now, and uh, maybe a later time we can pick it up again. Hey, man, I'd love to be a recurring guest. Yeah, that was uh. That uh, was a lot of fun, man. We'll uh, we'll have you on again real soon. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, folks. Uh, right out of the gate, I want to thank my brother Terry for coming on and reminiscing the island, dude. That was fantastic, bro. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, that was just to get the ball rolling. Um, you know, there's going to be so much more to cover from other people's uh, perspectives. And as previously mentioned, Terry will return soon. Uh, I have plans to hopefully have a guest every week if all goes well. Uh, I've been wanting to steer the podcast in a different direction for a while. My buddy Sean had nudged me a few times, a couple times at least, 
And uh, I felt now was a good time, um, you know, after being out for a bit after the surgery, uh, I just felt like perfect, perfect time. So, um, you know, look, living on McNeil Island as a kid was the most idyllic uh, scenario you could possibly ask for. As uh, as I mentioned, as, as we both mentioned, we moved on in 64. Okay, don't do the math. Uh, I'm aware that I'm pretty up there in years. Um, but hey, what are you going to do, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, but when we finally transferred to Texas in 1980, yeah, that's right, 1980. Um, but, you know, that dude, that's too far in the distance. Please stay tuned. It's going to get really, really fun. Um, <laughs> and just so you're aware... Uh, we're going to close this out very, very shortly. Um, just so you're aware, I took my latest dose of uh, oxycodone for pain, and I figure uh, I'll just babble like a madman, uh, Aussie style, until it forces me down into bed. Sharon! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't, yeah. Um... Hey, so, um, so the only, what am I doing here? Hang on a second. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but like I was saying, uh, not only is the pain a major pain, but dude, I'm still carrying way too much junk. Uh, the boys. <laughs> The boys are still gargantuan, okay? And it's very painful to walk. I'm walking like John Wayne. <laughs> uh, a lot of chafing and burning. And uh, now I know where the term burning man comes from. <laughs> My twigs and berries are inflamed. Hey! Uh, I called earlier to my surgeon's office to find out if there's anything that can be done uh, to alleviate this. All she could tell me is, look, do ice, stay off my feet, quit, uh, sorry, uh, keep taking the meds, don't quit. Uh, and so we went through this list of symptoms and she just essentially instructed me to stay off my feet until uh, until the appointment. I have a post-op uh, appointment on the 28th. They're going to they're going to be able to check out the the scenario going on down there and believe me, it ain't pretty. Ugh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, yeah, enough of that, right? Um, what else? Uh, uh there's the first yawn. Uh, man, I, uh, jeez. You know, I had kind of said that I was gonna, man... Uh, Sean was going to have me out to see his their new house out there in, in Ording. Dude, I, I hate I hate to do this, man. I I mean, I want to go out there. Uh, it was going to I was going to meet up with uh, 
uh, Mike and uh, uh, Chris, his real name. Uh, anyway, yeah, they're like family, man. They're like brothers. And uh, but I, I can't see myself going anywhere tomorrow or Sunday or you know. I got to take it easy, man. Um, so I don't know. Uh, if I don't make it out there tomorrow, uh, Sean, because I, I know you're probably listening, um, I will definitely make it out there as soon as things uh, subside, as soon as things uh, grow less. <laughs> I know how well to say it. Oh. I'd really look forward to doing this too, because uh, we're gonna go out and get a bite and you know and hang out. But so, my apologies, Sean. Uh, but you know we'll do it again. Oh. Yeah, we'll we'll do it again. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just babbling like a madman. Like I said, I would. Hey. Um. Well, we're not going to get into any uh, news or any anything about Biden or Trump. We're just not going to do it. Not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think what we will do is kind of close this uh, out for the, the day, for the week. Um, and hey, I made good. I, I've posted two, um, two episodes... Uh, kind of uh, episode 60 part 1 60 part 2 so anyway I hope you enjoy it uh, we will talk to you um, next week I will book another guest and uh, we'll go from there so until we uh, until we talk to you next time well whatever <laughs> I'm uh, out of my mind now so hey uh, we'll talk to you soon next week And uh, later. Hey, guess what? (laughs) I screwed that up. Um, It it wouldn't be the first time. Uh, Okay, so I'd be remiss, though, if I didn't mention the fact that uh, my brother, who I interviewed earlier, uh, is his. It's his birthday on the twenty fifth, which is uh, what Monday? Is it Monday? It is. Yes, it's Monday. Uh, so his birthday, and he is turning sixty. <laughs> oh man! Wah, 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 wah. Happy birthday, bro! Um, yes. So sorry that. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, I'm going to take a uh, a massive sleep now cuz I the drugs are completely overtaking me. Um yeah. So again, happy birthday and uh I'm going to officially close this out now and we'll see see you next time or uh, talk to you next time. Whatever. I'm out. Later. <laughs>